But I know there have been a lot of people, you know, interested and concerned about what was going on at home. And I, I don't want to get self-indulgent because I am acutely aware um, in the last four or five years how many people in this country are battling with cancer or have friends and loved ones that are battling cancer. And it is a dreadful disease. And it's just entirely, entirely overwhelming at times. I will try to make this brief and not cry. About four weeks ago, uh, my wife has had brain cancer and she had a bit of a setback. And so I knew things weren't quite right. Long story short, um, we ended up having an MRI and um, she'd had a little bit of this tumor come back. And uh, so, well, my goodness, I can't, I mean, where to start? But we, the surgeon, the neurosurgeon is a guy called Simon John. And he's just like, I mean, he is God-like. Right. in that they are just so incredibly gifted and mm -hmm. they, they, they have a gift because they hold one's life literally in their hands. Yeah. And uh, were it not for him and a lot of people praying and stuff, uh, I don't think my wife would be here. But anyway, thankfully, she had brain surgery about two weeks ago and they removed this tumor, and, yeah. uh, which was quite remarkable. I saw the um, MRI scan before and after, before it was just overwhelmingly sad and after um, he had managed to get pretty much all of this tumor out. It's gone. and um, But that's the fourth brain surgery my wife has had. And without, yeah, but, without a word of a lie, she yeah. is the toughest person, not toughest woman. She is the toughest person yeah. that I know. She's incredibly brave, incredibly strong-willed, and so deeply loved by me and the kids and many other people. And she's come through it. So she will be listening to this and hating it because she <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she does not like any attention at all. Yeah. But within a day of the operation, she was pointing at the door of the hospital saying she wants to go home. She, she hasn't been able to speak um, for probably three years yeah. um, very much. Um, but we have our own language. We understand each other very well. Mm. And, um, and her right side has limited mobility, but we've worked that out as well. So... Thankfully, she was at home after three days, would yeah. you believe? Yeah. And the doctors um, and neurosurgeon are very happy with the results. And so that's where it is. And that's why I've been off. I mean, my work's very important to me, but uh, it can't compare to my beautiful wife. No, and you've been a beautiful supporter of, of your wife and the family has as well, of course. But, Thank you. Uh, you know, you, you switch on for here. And then uh, when we finish, we finish and you go and devote yourself to Jodie at home yeah. and the family. So. yeah. Uh, we love it, mate. Thank you. It's a beautiful thing. Well, I, I have to say thank you to James and Tyler and Andrew and the team for holding the fort because I know it's a massive inconvenience. And thanks for the listeners being so understanding. And I might say just so seemingly genuinely interested and, and concerned, yeah. not in a gospel way, just concerned because people really love Jodie and care about her. And, and hopefully people know that I care about her. I will finish with a desperately cheesy line because I thought, how am I actually going to talk about this without breaking down? Mm. But one of my favorite movies is The Notebook. And in the movie, the the woman, the, the wife, the mum, she has dementia. And the dad sits with her day after day at the hospital. And the kids say, the kids say to the dad, they say, Dad, I think you should come home. And he looks at the kids and he says, you know what? She is my home. Oh, stop. And that's truly, yeah. again, I yeah. don't want this to be, you know, overblown and cheesy. Mm. But mm. that is mm. honestly how I feel about my wife. She yeah. is my lover. She's my life. She's my absolute world and she is my home so thankfully she is home and we can now look forward to a bright future i hope 90 percent of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break 
And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems. Or a but. I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.